Good morning, good morning, Dominica. And this is the hot seat for today, the 17th day in the month of August 2022. Let me welcome you from across this beautiful island of ours, all the way to the Caribbean Sea, across the continents of Europe and the United the Americas, Australia, Asia. we have listeners tuned in from across the globe to the big station every day and so let me welcome you to this edition of our program on the hot set All right, today we're going to be discussing a very important topic. We're going to be discussing the local economy. I was, I'm expecting a guest. He's not yet arrived, um, but we're expecting a guest uh, uh, in studio with us uh, to discuss this very important, to discuss this very important uh, topic there of this, um, of basically discussing <laughs> the local economy and um, we want to really look at it in all aspects one of the things that you would have known or learned uh, from listening to the big station is that our economy has not been doing well of late in fact many many years now over the past 10 years the economy has grown by less than one percent barely on life support not doing well at all and uh, that has been a real issue real problem for so long and we need to get this economy growing by five six percent a year we need to get employment rates of poverty down we need to get people making reasonable levels of income and and being able to to really be a part of this economy so we continue to to believe that um, this is possible and one of the one of the avenues, one of the means we can do that is through the agriculture, uh, uh, through agriculture. And we spoke at length about agriculture. In fact, we spent two days on this whole question of the agriculture sector because it is so vitally important for us in Dominica. All around you see the grain, all around you see the fertile soil, all around you see this. And, and it's really unfortunate that um, in this day and age, uh, in the 21st century, that we do not even have a, a really good and functioning agro-processing facility. Um, we do not have anything for our fisher folks. Um, the amount of fish that has been brought in, no type of canning activity. And if you look at all of the island states, um, you know, like states where there's a lot of fish, they tend, generally tend, I'm thinking, for example, of countries like Mauritius, um, where you have just a whole lot of uh, fish canning industries and the Seychelles, countries like that, that have really made use of their water resources. And we seem unable or unwilling here in Dominica to make use of this, but that is certainly something that we can uh, do, that we should look at doing. And, you know, the, I, I think part of the problem is, is the focus that we've had over the past several years on just looking strictly at the CBI program, looking strictly at the sale of passports. This should have been a program to augment or support the other key sectors of the economy. I'm talking about agriculture and livestock, I'm talking about fishing, the fishing sector. I'm talking about the construction sector, the services sector, 
um, you know, so much that we could have done to create create good paying jobs, in particular for the young people, bright young kids coming out of the college, uh, coming out of the high schools. And you want to provide opportunities for these young people. You want to make sure that the young people in your country are looking forward to bright futures. Um, they're looking forward to, to going out there in the world of work that they will have the incentive to work hard because they know that after five or seven or ten years of really hard work, they can step out there and make a positive contribution to society. So we've been missing that of late. We've not seen that type of involvement. We've not seen that type of growth. We've not seen that type of, of really important move in the economy that would support just the many, many young people. And we just had another cycle. We are still in the summification so it meant it means that we've had some graduations taking place in the past couple of months uh, scores and scores of young people must be sitting at home wondering what to do where to go what options are there what opportunities are there and as a country we need to be able to provide those sorts of opportunities as a country we need to be able to provide for our people we need to, in particular, the young people. I mean, these, after all, other people that are going to build the future, that are going to build their country, and we need to offer hope. And this has been in very short supply, sadly. We've not seen the kind of development. We've not seen the kind of growth. And, and, and here is the area is the problem. You see, because of the focus on, on the CBI program, and somebody put it very well yesterday, because of the way the program is structured, you, you do not have the support. You don't have this other things that can piggyback on it. So, for example, if you go into agriculture in a big way, you can have the farmers doing agriculture, but in addition to that, you, you will have the people involved in marketing, the computer experts, you will have all of those various persons involved, and that would be a part of it. But we don't necessarily have those, and that, and herein lies the problem. And so, we are going to be taking a very good and close look at the Dominican economy. My guest has just arrived, so we're going to get him situated, and we're going to begin the talk. I, I really want to thank you this morning. Of course, we'll be opening up later, opening the lines later for your calls. But let's take a very quick break, and when we come back, we'll really go dig more deeply into this uh, question of the local economy. So thank you, and let's just keep it locked. We'll be right back. Good. Now get a jump start on school supplies and, best of all, Republic Bank's got the offer you need. What do you say to that? Sweet! It's the season of sweetness at Republic Bank. Whatever you need for back to school, you can get it with super low rates, up to five years to repay, and up to 30000 unsecured. This is the time to make it happen with Republic Bank's today. Big Edge is here to help with up. Big back-to-school promotion. From now till September 6, you can win a third prize of $500. Second prize, $1,000. And first prize, $1,500. When you sign up for Big Edge Loan with the usual great payment terms and lower interest rates, all loans are eligible. Apply online at BigEdgeFinancialExpress.com. And for more info, you could contact 440-9009, 440-9007, 225 
9009-612-9009 or walk in on 71 Hillsborough Street, Roseau. Terms and conditions apply. Big Edge, financing your most cherished moments. It's 19 going up before the hour of 9 o'clock, and we are ready to talk this morning. Let me say a very special good morning to our guests in studio, my great buddy, Iran Lander, I'm of course, a former manager of the National Development Corporation and, and Economies, and I'm a former, he was also the former head of the Financial Intelligence Unit, the FIU, of the of the Ministry of Finance and, and and has worked many many years here in Dominica. Also a consultant, economist, and an accountant, a man of many hats. And and Ron, what a pleasure it is to have you this morning. Um, as I, as we as I sit across to you, remembering those fun days of or UE days <laughs> in the in the eighties. So it's so was it the eighties? Yeah, yeah, it was the eighties. Yeah. It's been that long, right? <laughs> so it's great. It's great to have you. And um, you know, we, we have a very important topic of discussion this morning. We are going to be talking about this whole issue of the local economy. And yesterday in the discussion, when we focused on agriculture. There was some suggestion, um, I think it was by Athi, about the need for an integrated development plan, something that, that, that integrates all the sectors of the economy. And we want to take a, a closer look at this because we want to look at how the local economy is functioning and how we can actually do better as we go forward. Good day, good day. Good day to um, Thompson, my associate, for an extended period of time. Good day to all listeners of Q95. Uh, I trust today that we'll have a very good discussion on the economy. Uh, because of the time constraints, we'll focus on the integrated development plan. I have a, a solid background in terms of my training in tourism, in economics and accounting, a BSc honors degree in economics and accounting and an MBA in finance and management out of Concordia University in Canada. I've also done extensive work at the IMF Institute and workshops and seminars all over the world. The only continent I've not been on is Africa. And I, before I die, I hope I can get onto that <laughs> oh, continent. Oh, well, you need to get there. You need to absolutely need <laughs> to get I there. Before I die. In terms of my work experience, I've got tremendous work experience. Um, advised PM Eugenia Charles on fiscal and monetary affairs for five years as an assistant secretary in the Ministry of Finance. I also advised Honorable Julius Timothy for four years on matters of industry as director of industry at the NDC and also as an economist in the, in the Ministry of Finance and Economic Development. One of the, the projects I dealt with uh, when I returned from doing my master's degree was the economic citizen program. I developed the paper for the re-engineered economic citizen program. So I've got a very good understanding of that particular program. And the whole thinking at that time was to expand the program. Grace Tong had a monopoly on the program and she was making tremendous returns on the program. 
And the thinking at that time was to review the program to get more persons involved in this particular program. One of the persons who got involved was Sam Raphael, and Sam Raphael seems to be the most successful player in this particular program. Unfortunately, I have seen the program deteriorate. The program, as per Greystone, has been revisited. We've seen some things happening with our friends out of Dominica controlling a significant amount of monies of the program and doing certain things in Dominica. We saw the situation with Kepinski, where before the hotel was open, two guys walked away with 60 million US dollars. And our ambassador in the US was making noise for his 5% retention fee. I figure this matter has been resolved in the courts in New York because we are nothing about it again. During my tour of duty at the NDC, we focused on agro-processing, information technology, small business development, tourism plant development. We're looking at uh, hotel and airport development. Also cultural industries. We initiated the World Creole Music Festival. In collaboration with Mr. Gregor, who was the manager at that time, we wanted to develop a master plan for Dominica. We couldn't do it at the NDC, and we were engaging the Ministry of Economic Planning in developing a master plan for Dominica. I also have been involved for an extended period of time, 15 years, advising the Attorney General on financial crimes, money laundering, and terrorist financing. I was a pioneer in the development of the Financial Intelligence Unit, and I took it to the highest possible level. Against this background and experience, my major concern in Dominica is the various negative economic indicators. We can survive today, but I'm very concerned about the future of Dominica on the basis of the management of the economy, on the basis of the negative economic indicators. And we need to retrieve this position soonest or Dominican, Dominica will deteriorate to a worse situation than Haiti. Some of the negative economic indicators I would like to speak about. Again, let me inform, because of the time constraints, I cannot be as comprehensive as I would like to be. But I will indicate certain critical areas that we need to look at. Our national debt, as at June 2021, as per our auditor's report, and we need to pay attention to that auditor's report, is $1.64 billion. Our national debt at this critical point in time is greater than 100% of our GDP. Our national debt is greater than our GDP. All the goods and services that we provide and we produce in Dominica, our national debt is greater in a dollar value than all those goods and services. And interestingly, 
the goods and services that we produce in Dominica, a significant amount of it is fiddled out of Dominica. It flows out of Dominica, be it in agriculture with our Haitian friends, be it in wholesale and retail distribution with the Chinese, and be it in construction again with the Chinese. So even if we've got a GDP figure on the books, and we look at the numbers, the major areas, we've got international persons, regional persons, contributing and extracting. So our GDP does not truly represent the production in Dominica that impacts on the Dominican economy. One of the assumptions is that when you look at the GDP and the GDP growth, we assume that that GDP and GDP growth will impact positively on our economy. But when we look at the GDP and we look at the factors contributing to the GDP, especially the major areas, and the involvement of foreigners in these major areas, we, we cannot see the true impact of the GDP on Dominica. Notwithstanding, our national debt exceeds our GDP. And uh, this information comes from the ECCB report. Two other areas, two other negative economic indicators from the auditor's report is that as of 2021, I'm not too sure for 2022, we had a deficit of $54 million. It means that government is spending, the expenditure exceeds the revenue by $54 million. This is very critical. Also, out of the, the auditor's report, the bank balance as at June 2021 is in a deficit of $43 million. The national debt in 2020 was in the range of $500 million. In 2000, national debt, excuse me, in 2000 was in the range of $500 million. So our national debt has increased by over a billion dollars. Our deficit is $54 million. Our bank balance is a negative $43 million. These are negative economic indicators. And these indicators are in the environment where we have gotten significant soft financing all the way back from Gaddafi. I recall that a radio talk show host used to joke around with an ambassador on the disappearance of a suitcase of money. He was coming from, from Gaddafi and the money disappeared. Chavez contributed significantly soft financing to Dominica. And recently, from the CBI, we've seen a significant of amount of monies coming into Dominica. Notwithstanding, we are in such a poor situation as pertains to our national debt, our GDP, the deficit, and the bank balance. The leader of the opposition has been talking about a U.S. $4.2 billion that is unaccounted for. The Minister of Finance stated that he would respond accordingly. There has been no response to date. But what we see, a foreigner 
working out of Dominica is giving Chinese and recently other nationals to build houses, to build health centers on no-bid contracts. So here is our money from Economic Citizenship Program. Instead of impacting positively on our economy, it's being filtered out of the country. So a situation where I'm aware of the kind of commissions that guys make, and guys are retaining the sources of financing from the sale of passports to do whatever they want. Another situation that troubles me is the Kepinski arrangement. We arrange with foreign nationals to build the Kep Kepinski Hotel. These foreign nationals sold passports. These foreign nationals made significant income on the sales of passports. The commission that you make on a sale of passport is dependent on who you sell the passport for and what they're prepared to pay. There is no fixed commission. So these guys have made significant income from the commission. Additionally, before the hotel was open, these guys walked away with 60 million US dollars. You can imagine what 60 million US dollars can do for Portsmouth, what 60 million dollars can do in, in terms of building a marina in Portsmouth. And these guys walked away with 60 million dollars. This is the first negative economic indicator national debt, the CBI, and the related activity. The other area, negative economic indicator, that I'd like to speak about is the significant production side problem. Strangely, over the last two decades, we've got a major difficulty in producing in Dominica. We do not have no major agricultural export crop since the demise of the banana export in 2004 as a consequence of the Black Sikatoka. St. Lucia also had Black Sikatoka, but St. Lucia was able to deal with the problem. Recently, St. Lucia has started to re-export bananas to the, to the UK. We saw early on in our development in the 70s, we had a lot of lime juice, a lot of citrus products. I recall as a youngster going to the Newton School, there were barrels of lime juice citrus products because where Mr. Suki is located now, there was a factory where we were producing citrus products. And certain days when you come to school, there were barrels all the way from Suki down to the harbor. You had to jump over barrels to go to school. Then when the banana industry came into process in the 80s, the 90s, you had vehicles parked all on the Canefield Cliff coming to deliver bananas to boats to export out of Dominica. This has disappeared. And we failed miserably to come up with another crop to ensure that we have a vibrant export industry. A small island state, how it survives is either you develop goods for export or you're bringing persons 
to consume goods and services. If you cannot do that as a small island state, your economy is going to deteriorate, your people are going to be under a lot of pressure. I understand from my friends at the Deepwater Harbor, our main export now is empty containers and scrap metal. How did we come to that? You pass by the Woodridge Bay port and is underemployed. I'm not too sure the port has a 20% occupancy. What can we do about that? Notwithstanding, we see the car boat, the biggest boat that comes to a port, making frequent visits to Dominica. Over the last two weeks, the car boat has been on the port. What's really happening? We found ourselves importing water. That's a negative economic indicator. A water that we have in copious quantities in Dominica, that we should have a whole industry around. We are importing water into Dominica. We used to produce beers in Dominica. We're importing beers into Dominica now from St. Vincent. Soft drinks from St. Lucia. These are negative economic indicators. These are areas where in Dominica we are adding value, we are developing, and we are employing people. Now we are importing those items, so it means that there is an extensive outflow of resources from Dominica. The other major area of negative economic indicators pertains to tourism. What, what has happened to our tourism? Our access is so poor. We've been talking about an airport. I recall was at, at the NDC. We developed all the designs, all the studies. We were at the financing stage for a modern airport. That was in the 90s. We're now in 2022, and the discussion still goes on about where we're going to have a modern airport. A seaport, a proper seaport. After 22 years, we don't have a proper seaport. I say, Dong, by the by, um, the harbor area there, they've put in some little houses. It look like a sharks. Where are we going with that? Where are we going with that? We need to address the situation very urgently. A situation exists now where we are the only OECS independent country without a modern airport. Comrade Ralph came to us and said to us, we don't need an airport. But he went ahead and built this airport. And this airport is and continue to impact significantly on the development of the economy of St. Vincent. We see in seaports, St. Kitts. St. Kitts, an island that was so far behind. I, I, I remember Thompson. We went to St. Kitts in the 80s. Went to ECCB. That's right. And St. Kitts was nowhere close to Dominica. Mm, that's right. But look at how St. Kitts has moved on with Port Zante. Port Zante in St. Kitts is a modern facility for accommodating cruise ships. And they're doing very well down there. And where can you go in St. Kitts? There is nowhere to go in St. Kitts. But these guys have been able to package a product to influence people to visit St. Kitts, the cruise ships to visit St. Kitts with a modern facility. You look at Point Seraphine in St. Lucia, another, another, another facility in St. Lucia. A facility has been developed. St. Lucia was always a little ahead of us. But they were able to develop a facility in St. Lucia to accommodate 
high-quality cruise ships. There are marinas all over. Why can't we have a marina in Portsmouth? We're talking about yachting. And yachting people love Dominica. You see the amount of yachts that are in Portsmouth and in Newton. Why can't we have a marina in Portsmouth? Ross University, another negative economic indicator. How did we allow Ross to go? How did we allow Ross to leave Dominica and go to Barbados? Barbados, we went to school in Barbados. We lived together, Thompson, we lived together for three years in Barbados. And Barbados was such a more advanced, more organized economy than Dominica. And Barbados is now coming and poaching on Dominica and taking an industry out of Dominica. What's really happening? This was very, very critical. A major error. I don't know how we're going to retrieve the situation, but this was a major area. We see in manufacturing. We see in manufacturing. A lot of our manufacturers in agro-process have disappeared. Bello has disappeared. Bello was a major producer. In my, in my days as director of industry at the FIU, sorry, at the the, 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 the NDC. NDC, where we grew Bello. Bello had one plant in, in the Newton area. Bello was able to develop another plant in the industrial estate in Kinfield. Benjo Simos was another one that we worked with and grew. Benjo Simos was operating out of the industrial estate in Kenfield. Benjo Simos has disappeared. DCP has also disappeared. I saw recently they have reappeared and we've got to work very closely with DCP to continue growing with them. Essential oils, Dominica Association of Essential Oils. This was a very interesting entity. This entity has recently disappeared. They were doing bay oil, and we're looking at doing with them Ilang Ilang and other plants for development in Dominica, for doing perfumes and other things in Dominica. The final area of negative economic indicator I would like to speak about is our banks. What has been happening to our banks? Royal has disappeared. NBD has taken over Royal. Barclays has disappeared. They were taken over by First Caribbean, and there was a discussion about NDB, NBD taking over First Caribbean. You're talking about a contracted... Anytime you see commercial banks are disappearing, you're talking about a contracting economy. Then Scotia. Scotia has disappeared, taken over by Republic Bank, and I trust that Republic Bank can continue working in the area of Scotia and continue developing our economy. Ron, this is, this is fascinating. I mean, I am sitting there and I'm listening, as I'm sure our listeners are, to those negative indicators that you've mentioned. And, and i like people to understand that there is a real cost to all of this. The high debt, mismanagement of the CBI program, the fact that we've, we've, made, we've minted millionaires, but they're not Dominicans. The fact that, you know, we have this, this, this banking crisis, 
the lack of access we are not exporting anything the real cost the real translation of this is the fact that what i was talking about earlier the young people not being able to get opportunities within dominica you're talking about higher levels of unemployment higher levels of poverty you know you're talking about people unable to make ends meet that is the reality of all of those negative indicators that you've mentioned and you know when you think of what the government has been attempting to do to remedy this it seems that the only the only solution the government has put forward is a national employment so-called national employment program which basically involves individuals uh, planting flowers or cleaning the size of the road and and i was talking to uh, someone I, I you know i met randomly and i was i was talking to and that person says, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gone to school, but I know that what this government is doing with the NAP cannot help our country develop because people are planting flowers. You plant flowers, the sun, you know, it, it dies, you come and you plant it. But what the government should be doing is helping to have something to export. And that's what you talked about. We don't have a water, a water industry in Dominica. We don't have an agro-processing sector in Dominica. When historically... We've done so well. You, you talked about the, the barrels of juice. You know, I also can think of other kids, you know, coming to town, seeing the truckloads of, of grapefruits at the packing plant there. That's where we used to get our grapefruits. We used to eat grapefruit until our, our teeth used to, used to, what do you call it, um, set an edge, um, you know, you would, because of the number of, of grapefruits that was there. So we've seen what has happened in the past, but for the past 22 years, it appears that we have come to a real standstill. And the result is all of this. And, and, and um, I, I would like you to also explain a little bit more to our listeners about this high level of debt, because people think that if you have debt, that you are probably doing something good. But what it is, the government has been borrowing. Okay, that's how you increase the debt, is when you're borrowing, you're taking loans and so on. But these are not going to productive sectors. So a lot of this borrowing is on, is on spending that is not bringing a return. And so you have those continuing problems. Yeah, and, and, and the most critical part of it is that this debt that we've accumulated of $1.6 billion exceeds our GDP. And I've been able to flag the major areas of our GDP that is dominated by foreigners. Your GDP supposed to impact, this is the value of goods and services that you've produced during a period. And the value of those goods and services supposed to impact positively on your economy. And this debt has been increasing at a point in time where we've been having concessionary financing. We've been having cash financing from Chavez from the CBI. Yeah. There is no reason at this point in time where our debt should be so significant, especially with the funds that we've been getting from Chavez early on and now from the CBI. So this is a, a negative economic indicator and it indicates also poor management, very poor management. And poor management that, that has been, I mean, for you know, over two decades. You're talking about a government that has been there for over 22 years. And, and a lot of this mismanagement and poor management is from this government. I mean, think of the, of the millions and millions of dollars that should have come in through the CBI program, for example. 
and you wonder what you, you look around you and you wonder where is this money where what has it done for dominica where has it gone to i mean we see a little bit of it appearing in some apartment buildings across dotted across the country but that's about it where where else are we seeing the money it's it's not in any major infrastructure project um it's not in an airport as you said we do not have an international airport here in dominica we do not have we're not exporting it and that to me is the biggest if you if you want to talk about the negatives wrong the the, the worst part to me is that dominica we are not exporting anything when for hundreds of years dominica was a leading exporter in the, in the caribbean going back to the days of slavery you know going back to our history of slavery in the 1700s dominica was always a leader in exports and that happened up to the the, the late 1990s and so on but we we have a change coming in, in the year 2000 and everything falls flat and, and and i think dominicans need to wake up to that reality i get the sense Ron, that dominicans don't seem to to understand what is happening to us and and the fact that we are we are getting and, and when you think about it a population of seventy thousand, all you really need to do is to create probably twenty thousand good jobs and the country is is hopping and swinging but we you know we're anything but the country is suffering as i said high rates of unemployment high rates of poverty uh, people having difficulty making ends meet, um, a disregard for for the agriculture sector, a disregard for the fishing sector, a disregard for our services sector, and where we could have done well, just throwing everything into the hands of foreigners. Ron, I'm going to open the lines up um, to the callers who would want to come in at this time. It is 10 past the hour of 9 o'clock, so let's, let's go to the telephones and allow the callers um, to come in this conversation good morning to you hello yes good morning hello good morning good morning hello yes you we're yes, hearing you yes. loud and clear go ahead please yes when you have a bunch of hyenas running the country what do you expect it's all about their pocket it's all about them to eat and others to, to um, drag under them we have hyenas eating the country and the country is not running free we have high high science running this country too it's not a normal country we're living in like the man said the only thing we have to do is a revolution and take our country back, and then we will fix our country. We have hyenas running the country. We need to straighten up our country, else it will always remain like that. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, caller, for this. Let's go back to the telephones. Good morning, caller. Yeah, good morning. I would like to find out what would be the impact on the banks, since the NCB, the National Bank, is the only bank in Dominica. What, if, what would be the effect, impact on it, if any? on our banks. That's it. Okay, thank you very much. I guess we can respond to that, Ron. The, the caller is asking, what is the effect, if you have only one bank, if, in effect, the other banks disappear and all you're left with is the National Bank of Dominica, what are the negative impacts of that? That's a very dangerous situation because you found that commercial banks operate best on the oligopoly system where you've got several persons in the marketplace and they compete with each other for services. When you reach the stage of a monopoly in your commercial banks, you're in a very dangerous area, especially if you do not have sufficient economic activity. Our problem is to solve our production. We've got a production side problem. And until we solve this particular problem, we're going to have a problem with our commercial banks. Luckily, there were some visionary people in the credit union movement that consolidated 
if there was not a consolidation of the credit unions at this critical point in time, some of the credit unions in the out districts would have disappeared. But luckily, we had some visionary guys. We came with National Cooperative Credit Union, and they, they, they were one in Goodwill. There are some that stand alone, like Grand Bay still stand alone, Girardel is still stand alone, then we've got West Coast, which is very good. But notwithstanding, because of the vision of, of certain persons, we'll be able to consolidate and strengthen. However, we need to solve that production side problem. Can you imagine all the apartments that went down in Dominica recently and the health centers that went down in Dominica recently were done by Dominican contractors? What impact that would have had on our economy? Most of it has been done by Chinese. And you don't see the Chinese nowhere in Dominica. You don't see them in Dominica. You don't see them shopping. You don't see them anywhere in Dominica spending the money. They don't buy. I suspect they are even paid in, in their currency in their country. And sometimes how they move, they look like indentured laborers. They look like people that are working forcefully. So they don't have the option of spending their money in Dominica. Recently, we saw a collaboration between the Chinese and the Haitians. Chinese are employing Haitians on, on, on projects. And consequently, all the resources that are put into those projects are flown out of Dominica, a major outflow of Dominica. All right, um, let's go back to the telephones. Uh, good morning to you. Hello. Yes, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you doing, Dr. Fonte? Okay, doing well. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I've listened to the, the, the many financial and economic terminologies used by the gentleman. And I would just like him to tell it as it is in plain language, that any business that is owing more than it makes is bad business. And that's the scenario in Dominica. It's just bad business. Yes, indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Colin. Let's go right back uh, to the telephone, this time to the overseas line. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you, Dr. Thompson Fountain. Good morning to your guests. Again, your guests, I really want to thank you for the information that you have disseminated there. But Dr. Thompson Fountain, there is my observation. I mean, this, this is not rocket science. From the time these Roosevelt carry guys and them were able to stole the rings of power in Dominica, we have seen the strangest set of things happen in Dominica. We have seen over 200 business places go out of business. We have seen our, our, our senior citizens just going haywire. We don't know where they, where they are. I mean, it's just like one of your callers said, that this, this government, this present regime, they are evil. And as long as these guys remain in power, we will see much more strange things happen in Dominica. Dominicans tend to wake up to take back our country. This is a country I used to look forward to visit every so ever so often. Right now, I'm not even self-interested because of the strange things that are happening on island. Dominicans, let's wake up and take back our country. Take care of Dr. Stanford Fountain. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, Ron, you know, a lot of frustration there. And, and um, it's clear where the frustration is coming from because we are not seeing any, any kind of development as we expect. All right. Let's, let's go back uh, to the telephones. All right. I'm trying to get this caller in. All right. Caller, can you hear me? All right. Um, let's try this again 
All right, I think we have the caller this time. Good morning, caller. Yeah, good morning, Brother Thompson. Yes, good morning. How are you today? Doing good, doing good. Uh, Brother Thompson, I indicated yesterday that I, w I, I, just, I just got connected, you know. I indicated yesterday that I was going to conclude a question I've been asking the Prime Minister as of Friday. I'll conclude. Because as of Monday and Friday, between Friday and Monday, God's willing, I'll be submitting a letter to the Chief of Police here in the BVI. Because I have a next question to ask the, the Prime Minister. I know Mr. Carbon is not going to like it, and he's not going to like it. So in case they want me to talk to me, they haven't got to have any, any headache. The Chief of Police will let me know, and then I'll, get, I'll pay my one get, and get to Dominica. But I want to ask him the, my continuous question. It, 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 I am in pain. I am afraid. That's why I'm asking this question. Mr. Prime Minister, my question will conclude on Friday. The CCJ have already advised you and uh, advised Dominican that we should not go into a next general election without proper electoral reform. Sir, will you accept the CCJ advice? Secondly, as Prime Minister, as leader of the country, will you allow our country to go back into a next general election without proper electoral reform? Thank you, Brother Thompson. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll take a final cover, and then we'll have to take a quick break. Good morning to you. Hello. Yes, good morning. Hi, Thompson. Julius. Hi, 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 Julius. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. I was listening to you <coughs> and Landa this morning. Um, it's, 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 uh, can, am I on the air yet? Or? Yes, you're on. You're on live, yes. I can hear someone in the background. Um, Thompson, I'm concerned about what's happening, and when I hear the report that Landa just gave, it is not just the conditions at all. But what are the what are the consequences going forward? If Landa would talk more about what the consequences, particularly in the area of crime and violence, taking place, that's going to happen. There's going to be a multiplier effect. All right, we will certainly tackle this um, when we come back. Good day to you, Mr. Corbett. Okay. All right, excellent. So here's what we're going to do. We have to take a, a quick uh, commercial break. Uh, we have one of our sponsors coming in now. So we're going to do that. And when we come back, just a break for 10 minutes, we'll go in, we are going to continue our discussion with Ron on the state of the local economy. Keep it locked.
Let's see what's happening. Too busy to do your grocery shopping? Want to ensure your loved ones like elderly and kids have what they need? Or are you in want to help someone in need? Maxmat got just the service for you. WhatsApp Shopping. WhatsApp Shopping is a new service provided by MaxMart in Portersville and it is available to everyone on island as well as diaspora. Send us the shopping list via WhatsApp, all groceries and so on. And we do the shopping and delivery for a competitive fee. MaxMart got their customers in mind. Payment accepted via mobile banking. See you call FCIB online and Republic online. Call or WhatsApp 275-1797. Finally, no more fussing. Just get on board with WhatsApp shopping with MaxMart. And of course, a pleasant good morning all the listeners of Q95 FM Radio. My name is DJ Slim and right now we are here with Max Matt. Of course, uh, Miss Sana is here. Miss Sana, good morning to you. Good morning, DJ Good morning to you. Good morning and good morning to all your lovely Q95 listeners. All right. Now, um, today you've come to tell us about uh, what's going on at Max Matt uh, oh, right now. Oh, we have now. some good, good stuff going on at Max Matt right now. Um, the main thing I wanted to talk to the listeners about is our back-to-school promotion we have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we know it's hard. Times are hard for everybody. And we just wanted to give back to our customers. So we have a promotion going on right now where you shop $50 or more and you get a chance to dip in our box of goodies and you can get, uh, you know, different stationery and we know stationery is expensive right mm-hmm. now. So we get, you know, giving back to the customers that you can get pens, pencils, rulers, erasers, you know, everything that a child would need to mm-hmm. go back to school. So we want our customers to know that we, we, we thinking of you and we have you in mind. And uh, not just the back to school um, promotion, we also have a special package that we put together thinking of the parents because children are home and they're eating a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> we know they're eating and drinking a lot. So we, with that in mind, we did some little snack packages which are only $20. Now they are, some of them have drinks, some of them have just snacks in it. Now you make your choice, but we thought of the parents and we know that, you know, the pocket is tight. <laughs> so we just, we put that aside for the parents so you can, you know, buy that for the kids. And also, if you know, if you buy more than one, just in case you can again dip in our back to school drawer and you can just pull out something nice from that box. Um, now, besides that, as you heard on our you know, our radio, we advert, sorry. (laughs) We have WhatsApp shopping, which is our virtual shopping service. Um, We offer that to everybody, both Dominicans, diaspora, anybody. You want to do something for your family, you want to shop for them, give them some, you know, you can send us the list. Our number is 275-1797 and we will you give us your grocery list, we do that for you mm-hmm. with a very small delivery fee, you know. I was just about to ask about that, yes, you know, because some people would like their stuff, you know, delivered to them. Yes, that know, especially, is, you know, if they're, let's say, in the outskirts of town. Of or so. town, yes. Now, we know, we, everybody knows the gas is yes, very sky high, high right now. <laughs> sky high. 
So we're trying to again think of our customers. Mm-hmm. So we made the fee very small. So you just let us know where you want it delivered, what you want delivered, and we will get that to you in a most timely manner. Is delivery delivery available island wide? It is available island wide. And um Unless if something comes up, which mostly doesn't, but mm-hmm. we are able to deliver to everyone. We want people to take advantage of that because, you know, there are some people that don't want to come out in their home, especially during the hurricane season, rain mm-hmm. is falling. And especially the elderly as the well. The elderly. We have a lot of elderly customers who, you know, they just call us and tell us, can you deliver a gas for me, please? And we will mm-hmm. do that for them. It is no problem to us. We all, as at Paxat, we think of our customers. And um, I also wanted to mention, Slim, Mm -hmm. we have a new service which I want our customers to hear about, Ship Shack, which provides shipping from Miami to Dominica. Now, we have a lot of information on our Facebook page, which is My Ship Shack, which you just look that, do a search, you look that up, you will Mm -hmm. see that there. Now, we have some great, great promotional rates going on right now, and I hope... A lot of customers take advantage because I myself am taking advantage of it. So we have promotional rates going on right now, and it is, I don't want to say it takes just about two weeks. Mm-hmm. But just about for your stuff to reach right in to Dominica. But hold on, when you say we shipping from Miami to Dominica, are you referring? You know, is it for the folks who like to shop on Amazon and oh, Shein yes. and Fashion Nova? Fashion Nova, Shein, Amazon, my Rainbow Shops, mm-hmm. anywhere, Walmart. We. What about what about the folks that um, you know would like to send in a barrel for their family here in Dominica? Well, that is something that we are looking into. We're not just just ready for that one yet, mm-hmm. but we are looking into it because we do want to provide the entire scope for everybody, for the Dominicans, including those that are overseas. We want everyone to take advantage of it. So we are looking into that particular scope. So, you know, but for now, we are doing small boxes, packages, and so on. Mm-hmm. And very, very, very soon, we will be able to do, you know, the barriers if you want to do some people want to ship a transport you know you can mm. do that too yes, sir. you also <laughs> mentioned that um, you have more information on your facebook page so can you give yes, out uh, the social media right. handles as well the social media page well for um ship shack it is my ship shack on facebook and instagram and also max matt is on facebook at this very moment as well as instagram our number is 275-1797 and I want to impress upon everybody mm-hmm. that we have ample parking in that space. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where Maxmat is, it is where Wilson and Wilson used to be. No, I know everybody know where Wilson and Wilson used to be. That mm-hmm. is on Pottersville Street. Mm-hmm. So we have ample parking. Everybody, you can come in, rain falling, just park, and you're running right into the store. You don't waiting. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, we have a few more minutes left. Um, can you just give us a quick recap? Of course, uh, what we promoted here on Q95 uh, this morning. Of course, of course, I can. Um, back to school. We have a back to school promotion going on at Maxmart, where you shop at least fifty dollars or more, and you get a chance to dip in our box of goodies. You get up any type of stationery, and we know stationeries are expensive. Also, we have some great snack packs for the parents because we know the children are home and cheese snacks are expensive. Plus, the children are eating, they are only $20. Also, we have our WhatsApp virtual shopping available to both diaspora and Dominicans alike, mm-hmm. island wide shipping, but for a small fee. 
and we have um, our very new service, mm -hmm. Shipshack, which Shipshack. I am pushing, and I want a lot of people to take advantage of all the promotional rates we are going on right now. Quickly, quickly, would you be able to tell us, do you know, how can one sign up with um, Shipshack, or do they have to go on Facebook to find that? Uh, do you can, it's a very easy sign up, you know, it mm -hmm. is available on Facebook as well as Instagram. It doesn't take, like, as you just, you know, your name, your address, phone number, it's very simple. It, a child can do it, <laughs> I'm just saying. But all the information is on the Facebook page. And if you do need any additional information at the Facebook page or the Instagram page hasn't given you, you can always call us mm -hmm. and we will give that to you. 275-1797. All right, Miss Anna, I want to thank you so much for stopping thank by you. here today on the big station, Q95 thank FM Radio. You, thank you. So, of course, uh, until next time, take care, right? Bye all the best. Bye. Thank you. Most welcome. Let's see what's happening. Too busy to do your grocery shopping? Want to ensure your loved ones like elderly and kids have what they need? Or are you in want to help someone in need? MaxMat got just the service for you. WhatsApp Shopping. WhatsApp Shopping is a new service provided by MaxMart in Portersville and it is available to everyone on island as well as diaspora. Send us the shopping list via WhatsApp, all groceries and so on. And we do the shopping and delivery for a competitive fee. MaxMart got their customers in mind. Payment accepted via more banking. See you call FCIB online and Republic online. Call or WhatsApp 275-1797. Finally, no more fussing. Just get on board with WhatsApp shopping with MaxMart. <laughs> on Saturday, August 27, 2022, the Goodwill Parish Hall will explode with laughter. Dominica's leading comedians battle for the champion of laughter in the first ever trailblazing comedy competition organized by the Laugh Dominica Initiative. A night of fun, laughter, clean and relaxing entertainment. Laugh out loud, Dominica tickets are available at the former location of Parade of Fashion. $40 in advance, $50 at the gate, and US $10 for pay-per-view on Comsa TV. This event pays homage to Mikey Bruni, Felix Henderson, Lawrence Brumont, and a fitting tribute to Alwyn Bully and Franklin Moses. Remember the date, 8 p.m. Saturday, 27th August, at the Goodwill Parish Hall. Laugh out loud, Dominica. Supported by AC Schillenford and Company Limited, NJAM, DNO, Comsa TV Q95, and MO News. Auto Trade Limited is your number one choice for all your automotive needs. We have the best in new and reconditioned vehicles. For over 25 years, Auto Trade has represented top quality brands like Suzuki, Kia, Nissan, and Hyundai commercial trucks. We are the leading provider for genuine auto parts and accessories at affordable prices. Need your car fixed? Our trained and certified technicians will do it right the first time with professional service using state-of-the-art equipment. Getting you back on the road in no time. And did you know we provide hassle-free financing on all your vehicles? We are the best choice for a complete automotive experience from purchase to parts and service. Because at AutoTrade, it's not just a vehicle, it's a relationship.
Welcome back to the Hot Seat 27, going up before the hour of 10 o'clock. And we are back in studio. We're back live with our guest, Ron Landa, former general manager of the National Development Corporation and former head of the FIU unit of the Ministry of Finance. We are talking about the Dominican economy, the local economy. And Ron, already um, we have several uh, questions coming to you via our WhatsApp um, page as well. And this particular um, person is asking, uh, can you ask whether you can differentiate uh, between the national deficit and the national debt? He wants to get that distinction clear. All right, so Ron is going to tell us exactly because he talked about the national uh, deficit um, being, I believe the deficit was some 50 million, 54 million dollars, and the national debt 1.4 billion dollars. So, yeah, yeah, the, the, the deficit is generated on a yearly basis, and what it does, it compares revenue with expenditure. So, for 2021, our expenditure exceeded our revenue by 54 million. The national debt is the value that we owe to external parties and internal parties. It also includes debt that the government has supported for various agencies in Dominica. So that's the differentiation, what we owe to local, regional, and international persons, that's the national debt. All right. Thanks, Ron, for that. Another question um, coming to us. The question is, um, uh, is it true that the, the government, that the prime minister, the minister of finance, uh, is it true that he increased the overdraft at the National Bank of Dominica to $300 million and thus making it difficult for the bank to function? I am not aware of this particular situation. I know some time ago, some of the overdraft was converted to a loan but I'm not aware of the, the current overdraft now at the National Bank. Bank. But, but, it is but I, I trust the that things, does, right? I, I, the, the, the last AGM we had at the National Bank, I was there and I asked certain questions because I have invested my life savings in the National Bank. I'm a shareholder of the National Bank from its commencement. When Captain Vic Rivier saw that there was resources to be made, incomes to be made by commercial banking, and he established the National Commercial Bank. At that time, Barclays and Royal was thriving. And they laughed at us. They say we have a Quapo Bank. But today, the Quapo Bank is in charge. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's um, 25 going up before the hour. We're taking your calls. Uh, good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Mr. Fountain. Good morning, Ron. How are you doing? Okay, Very good morning. Here. Good. Yeah, I would like to ask a question. From year 2000, how much debt we were in? 500 million? Yes, yes. Yes, it was yeah. roughly about that, yeah. And for in the year 2022, how much debt are we still in? Are we in? I don't have the figure for 2022. What I have is for 2021 from the auditor's report, uh -huh. and it's 1.64 billion. <laughs> Much passport money float in the wrong place, making poppies. We still in so much debt. That means loans we take we, from both inside and outside we owe in. Why are we in so much debt? And in 2000, we 
$500 million. And now we, oh, we surpass that by, oh my God, Lord, have mercy on us. Jesus, so we come, and, the, and we're just sitting down, and we're just taking that. Why scary? Just keep on going and going and going, building skyscrapers, giving people millions of dollars to do what they want, and run the Chinese, not and not the one employing the Haitians. It's the Dominicans that are employing the Haitians for the Chinese. The Chinese doesn't know Haitians, right? It's the Dominicans that involve in that um, thing that are doing that, not the, not the Chinese. They're happy to have them because they may be underpaying them like how they used to, 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 to Dominicans, but they're not the one. I am listening, getting ready for my work. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for this. Uh, more of your telephone calls. Good morning to you. Hello? Yes, good morning. You're live. Dr. Thompson Fontaine, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Honorable Lennox Linton. Good morning. Mr. Ronald Lander. Good, good, good day, Mr. Misha Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> very good morning to you. Uh, very, very interesting conversation. But I just wanted to make the observation based on the, the question. A question was posed a while ago as to whether, as to what was the overdraft of the, of the government. In 2019, the 30th of June, 2019, when the financial year closed, the government had an overdraft of $187 million. It was $151 million above the limit of $36.5 million, which was set by the Parliament. The Parliament had approved an overdraft for the operation for meeting central government services and so on in the, in the year, up to a maximum of $36.5 million. By the, by the middle of the financial year, the, the, that financial year, which was the election year 2019, the overdraft had, had reached 187 million, which is 151 million above the limit approved by Parliament. So in other words, in that year, in that election year, the government engaged in unlawful spending of 151 million dollars. 125 million of which was converted to a long-term loan at the NBD. And so for unlawful spending by the government in an election year, the people of Dominica now have a debt of $125 million at the NBD to pay back. I would think, Mr. Lander, another negative economic indicator morning guys god bless you all right thank you thank you very much for making this and and, and ron our listeners need to understand an overdraft is when you when you take out more than you have right so you go to the bank if you have say ten dollars there in deposits and the bank allows you to borrow over and above what you have and the government as was clearly pointed out by Honorable Lennox Linton, $151 million over what the parliament put. And at the end of the day, they converted $125 million. So a lot of this $1.6 billion in debt run is actually domestic debt. It belongs to the domestic banking sector. And that is a, a whole story, a whole topic by itself, because that's a very dangerous, dangerous place to be in when so much is owed by one person uh, to the banking sector, in that case, the government. Good morning to you. 
Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Dr. Samson Fountain. Yes, good morning. And good morning, Ronald. How are you? Good day. I'm okay. Um, very, very good topic this morning and very good information. Um, I remember Antonia Stefan once said that UWP bankrupt the country. But in the time of UWP, the debt to GDP was, uh, what, 68 or 64%? Now it is a hundred. 106%. In other words, the debt is greater. We owe more than we produce in the entire country. That is bankruptcy. In other words, the country owes more than it is worth. Period. That is bankruptcy. The other thing, too, is there is, in effect, I know there is a this, uh, integrated development plan that already exists. It may need tweaking given the times that have elapsed and the time when it was done, because at the time it was done, there was form, there was economic activity. So you were only, I guess, strengthening, expanding, and so on. But now that we have literally no economy at all because all we depend on, this government has never planned, developed, and or implemented any economic activity to add to this country. Remember, the economic citizenship program was started, the implementation started under the Freedom Party. But actually, the concept came from the interim government under Oliver Seraphine. When, if you talk to Afi Mata, he will tell you that he was the first person who attacked the concept when they said um, they were going to sell Dominica. So this government has not done, planned, developed, or implemented any kind of economic activity in the country. When they're talking about CDI program, it is something that was implemented initially under the Freedom Party, modified under the United Workers Party to cause the revenue to go into the consolidated fund instead of into the hands of the, the, the then people who controlled it at the time. The other thing is this, as so rightfully pointed out, in the discussion, that all the activities that are going on, the housing projects, the houses that they built, the health centers, the supposed hospitals that they're building, the money does not stay in the Dominica. Actually, not even the materials come from Dominica. So the funds are going back into the country from which the, the workers came. In other words, they give Dominica a loan, but they supply the material and they send their workers. So in effect, they have not given Dominica anything. And I don't know how it is that we have a lot of intelligent people. At one time, I knew Dominica had some of the most intelligent people on planet Earth for capital. We had more agriculture than any other country in the world. So how is it that we have reached to this stage where 
somebody comes on there and tell us, put me in power today and tomorrow you will have an airport. Oh, I have an airport in my, in my pocket, in my briefcase. We have a how many pillar from China. They're giving us aid to do all of this. This is a government that is focused. In fact, our financial institutions are disappearing because we no longer engage in trading activity that is beneficial to these institutions. What our financial institutions have become are depositories for aid funds. That's what it is. Yes, caller, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, caller, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to, to interrupt you. So sorry about that. But we have to take another break at this time, unfortunately. Uh, it's a very no packed morning for us. So thank you. Thank you very much. We are going to be coming back in um, at uh, 10 o'clock. We are going to be taking a very quick, uh, well, a quick break with the, the Muslim store. And that's coming up for you. That dress. What do you mean where? Girl Muslim store. Where? You think I have a million dollars to spend, man, my girl? No, girl. The Muslim store have a wide variety of beautiful, luxurious, and affordable jewelry. Necklaces, rings, watches, earrings in gold, silver, and even gold field. Plus, there's a 35% discount on all jewelry. Eh, eh. All that then. Girl, hurry up. They're closing 4.30. Visit us today on 18 Old Street, Roseau. Muslim store. And of course, uh, good morning once again. All the listeners of Q95 FM Radio is just about uh, 14 minutes moving up to the hour of uh, 10 in the morning right now. We're making a quick stop with the Universal Elegance as a Muslim store right there. And of course, uh, Shalika is here first. Uh, Shalika, good morning to you. Good morning, Slim. And good morning to the lovely listeners of Q95 and the listeners of the Muslim store. Today, it's me and my good colleague, Tariq. Yes, good morning, good morning. Yes, yes. But before Tariq gets into... The meat of the matter. The meat of the matter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you all know what's going on at our engineering department. Now, for all the music lovers out there, we have just restocked on our car electronics. And what better time to pump up the volume in your vehicle than right now, which is summertime. Now, some of you may be saying, but what man's are saying then? Uh, <laughs> summer don't finish now? Well, 
Independence is just around the corner, and you can have your own little WCMF or a simple Creole Day on your vehicle, in your backyard, or on the beach with your family and friends when you purchase your car electronics at the Muslim store. And you don't need to wait for a special season to do so, because if you enjoy music when on the road just as much as me, having this is a must. So let's get right into it, shall we? Now, we have car stereos available. We have just restocked on our car stereos. It's available in large quantities. Now, car stereos are equipments installed in the vehicle to provide car entertainment and information for the vehicle occupants. Now, in the car stereos, we have single DIN and double DIN. Now, you know the double DIN takes up a wider space. However, it's, it can be utilized for watching movies and music videos. It also has FM and AM, you know, for if you'd like to listen to the radio. It takes flash drives, auxiliary connections, and there's Bluetooth. How convenient, there's Bluetooth. Now, we have speakers and this comes in different inches. We have four inch speakers, five and a quarter inch. We also have six and a half, and we have six by nine inches. These are speakers. Now, additional to the speakers, we have speaker wires, and the speaker wires that we have are both in, are in 14 and 10 gauge. We also have power wires to go along with that. And the power wires, we have this in eight, four, and zero gauge. We also have ground wires, and that's in four gauge. And we have got remote wires as well, which is in 16 gauge. Now, when we return, we will discuss what we have for. All right, we're taking a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to the big station. We're coming right back after this. www.buymuslims.com No standing in line. No wasting your time. Buymuslims.com Just order online. Everything will be fine. Buymuslims.com As soon as you click, you'll be getting it quick. Buymuslims.com It's like having the entire store at your fingertips. www.buymuslims.com I'm going to match that dress. What do you mean where? Girl Muslim store. Where? You think I have a million dollars to spend, man, my girl? No, girl, the Muslim store have a wide variety of beautiful, luxurious, and affordable jewelry. Necklaces, rings, watches, earrings in gold, silver, and even gold field. Plus, there's a 35% discount on all jewelry. Eh, eh, all that then. Girl, hurry up, they're closing for 30. Visit us today on 18 Old Street, Roseau. And of course, welcome back, all the listeners of Q95 FM. Once again, we're here with Shalika and uh, is it Tariq? Or Tash. Tariq? Tariq, yeah. Nice, Tariq. And we're talking to, you know, all the people out there that like to have, you know, the loud music in the vehicles and yes. so on. You know, we are talking about the, the electronics department. The engineering department. Nice, the engineering department. We are talking about the car electronics from the engineering department. Perfect. So tell us all yes. about it. Yes. Now, just a recap for those of you who are maybe just tuning in or who already have been tuning in but you came back. Now, we have car stereos.
Mysterious, and that's in Single Dean and Double Dean. Now, the Double Dean is very convenient because it you can watch movies on it. You can also watch music videos. It has FM and AM. It takes flash drives, auxiliary connections, and it also has Bluetooth. We also have speakers down at our engineering department. And in the speakers, we have four inch, five and a quarter, six and a half, six by nine that's in the speakers and for the speakers we have speaker wires and in the speaker wires we have both 14 and 10 gauge speaker wires we also have power wires to go along with your speaker wires that's eight four and zero gauge we have ground wires to go with your power wires that's four gauge and we have remote wires to go with your ground wires that's 16 gauge so not only do we have the speakers we have the speaker wires and the power wires and the ground wires and the remote wires now we have equalizers now equalizers as you all may know that's an audio filter that isolates certain frequencies and either boosts them or lowers them or leaves them unchanged and in the equalizers we have seven band and nine band equalizers down at our engineering department we also have amplifiers now the role of the amplifier is basically to amplify the volume in and you know make it be heard by an audience and we have bass amplifiers and voice amplifiers we also have two three four and five channel amplifiers and as i mentioned before that's in both voice and bass that's for our amplifiers and you can find all of these car electronics done at our engineering department we have just restocked and it's all just there waiting for you all car electronics for all the music lovers you want to pump up the volume you want some music was on the road you outside i know a lot of you are outside these days you want to have some music come get your car electronics down at our engineering department that's located on independent street right after the bridge when you're coming in to town and if you'd like to find out more information on what's happening at our engineering department you can call 448-5101 but apart from our engineering department we have also got some great deals at our appliance department which is why my good colleague Tariq is here today with me tell us what's going on Tariq Okay, so down at our appliance um, department now, we're proud to say that we're back in stock on fridges. Um, right now, we have a medium-sized Conquer fridge. It has a very spacious fridge, freezer and fridge compartment. And best feature about this fridge is that it's non-frost. So again, that's our Conquer fridge. Very spacious, as you say, medium-sized. Uh, it's non-frost. So I, I should advise all our lovely customers to come down as soon as possible because it's going really fast. And if you want more information, you can call us down at 448-5100. That's 448-5100 for more information. 
Yes. Now, apart from our appliance department and engineering department, we also have our homes department. Don't forget about our homes decor that's located on Kennedy Avenue, right across Greens Wholesale. If you're looking for any and almost almost anything if you're looking for almost anything to spice up your home give your home that elegant ambience you can check us at our homes department we have got dining sets bath sets kitchen sets curtains wooden plaques and calendars we have got sofas even hammocks rugs all of these different things that you can put in your home, your office, or a simple room you're looking to spice up that room, you can visit our home's decor. Oh yes, we have candles as well. For the candle lovers, we have got candles at our home's decor. And if you'd like to find out more information on what's going on at our home's decor, you can call 448 5102 now don't forget guys don't forget to all the music lovers the those of you who like your song pong in and nice and clean too nice and clean mm -hmm. good quality all of the best things mm -hmm. we have got that for you at our engineering department car electronics we have just restocked on our car electronics at our engineering department and it's just here we are here we are waiting for you all to serve you all in the best way that we can and ensure that you all not only receive quality items but also receive quality service from our staff at the engineering department that's actually my department <laughs> also known as the car accessories department that's my department so come on down and take advantage of this opportunity also if you're looking for your fridges you can go down at our appliance department located on old streets you can also find jewelry there um phones and and laptops and perfumes and watches and items as small as incense you can find all of this at our appliance department now mm -hmm. same mm -hmm. have no music inside them um not at the moment not at the moment mm -hmm. you think we should check out um, the Muslim yes store? you should check out the Muslim store and if you have a vehicle check mm -hmm. it out so you can accessorize your vehicle put some music on there so when i'm coming into the city early in the morning i could be playing some skilly bang loud yes loudly mm -hmm. yes and the best thing about it as soon as you come in into the town mm -hmm. our engineering department is right there Perfect. as soon as you cross the bridge when you're coming into town our engineering department is right there on your left how convenient is that extremely extremely yes Again, if you'd like to find out more information about our car stereos, car electronics, call 448-5101. That's for engineering department. Nice, of course. Uh, Shalika and uh, Tariq, I want to thank you guys so much for stopping by here at U95 FM Radio on behalf of the Universal Elegance as a Muslim store. Looking forward to speaking with you guys again uh, next week, Wednesday. Yes, every Wednesday, 9.45 to 10.
Nice, of course. Uh, until then, uh, take care. Right, all the best. You as well. Amen. www.buymuslims.com No standing in line, no wasting your time. Buymuslims.com Just order online, everything will be fine. Buymuslims.com As soon as you click, you'll be getting it quick. Buymuslims.com It's like having the entire store at your fingertips. www.buymuslims.com to match that dress. What do you mean where? Go Muslim store. Where? You think I have a million dollars to spend, man, my girl? No, girl, the Muslims have a wide variety of beautiful, luxurious, and affordable jewelry. Necklaces, rings, watches, earrings in gold, silver, and even gold field. Plus, there's a 35% discount on all jewelry. Eh, eh, all that then. Girl, hurry up, they're closing for 30. Visit us today on 18 Old Street, Roseau, Muslim store. If you store. know your favorite store, dial it now. 612-1253, that's mega deals. You can rely on Mega for some real deals on name brand clothing and electronics. High quality, low price. We are a wholesale and retail store located in Kalabishi, right on the main road. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, as Mega Deals Dominica. Like our page. Check out our stuff. Call us. Visit us. We'd appreciate that. Come try it on. Love it. Buy it at Mega Deals. Your one and only online and brick and mortar store. Mega Hills is also on wheels. We make it convenient for your shopping. We deliver straight to your door. Email us at info at megadeals.da.com. Rely on Mega Deals for some real deals. In September 2017, our lives here in Dominica changed forever. Hurricane Maria took our homes, lives of our loved ones, and left us with billions of dollars in damages to repair. We at Flow were not immune to this destruction, but we made a promise then and there to rebuild with you in mind. We invested millions of dollars to bring you fiber internet. Not only is it six times faster, but we are offering this at no additional cost. We've all been through a lot for the last couple of years. So come on home to Flow and receive 50% off your mobile bill every month when you bundle and win big daily this summer with every transaction you make. Come home to Flow, Dominica. Hey, Batman, pass me a stone ginger wine on the rocks. That is the Stone ginger wine. Guess who's back? Good things come and good things go, but greatness is forever. Stone ginger wine. Local distributor, fine food thing. No matter time of day. No matter time of day. Because them day. Because them day. That is the Bahia. Stone ginger wine. Welcome back to the hot seat. It is just about three minutes going on past you of 10 o'clock. We are back live with um, Ron Lander. We are discussing some very critical areas. Of course, we've had a few interruptions this morning. Nonetheless, we've been able to, to bring across some very critical, critical areas uh, for discussion. We're going to continue along those lines. But now I, I want to bring Ron back uh, to talk a little bit about the integrated development plan. Ron. Okay, um, a caller indicated that the negative economic indicators will adversely impact 
on our economy. And it's very correct, especially our young persons. We see a lot of young persons on the roadside. We see a lot of our young boys on, on the mobilettes. We see a lot of our young boys now pulling up on the block and smoking. Recently, the government said to our young boys, it's okay to pull up on the road and smoke your ganja. So more and more of our young boys are doing that. Interestingly, I lecture and provoke people to think at the college. And normally in a class of 25 to 30, I have three boys. I wonder what has happened to our boys. The girls are much more aggressive. The girls are looking for opportunities. Notwithstanding, I have been trying to assist some of these ladies in getting jobs in Dominica, using me as a reference, and it's very difficult. So we have to find a way of stimulating our economy. We've got to find a way of getting production going again in Dominica. And what the government has been doing is every year they come with a one-year plan. They come with a budget, a one-year plan. And it's not working. And it's time that we get into the area of developing an integrated development plan for Dominica. In the days of Honorable Pierre Charles, an integrated development plan was developed. In earlier days, I recall when I was at the NDC, we were looking at a master plan for Dominica. But when Mr. Charles, Pierre Charles, in 2003, day about, an integrated development plan was developed for Dominica. But from 2004, 2005, that integrated development plan was watered down into a growth and social protection strategy. So we must find a way of looking forward, of looking five years down the road, of looking 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, and what actions can we take to impact positively on our economy? In a certain amount of details, next five years, then less details, the next 10 years, and conceptually, the next 20 years. This government hasn't been in power for all, over 20 years. If they had an integrated development plan, which was properly structured, over a 20-year period would have so much more achievements. So what I would like to see happening, and if the government doesn't have the capacity, there are agencies, regional, international agencies that can be brought in. We've got a lot of local capacity in Dominica that can be brought in to develop an integrated development plan. The first thing that we need to do is look at our natural endowments. What are we endowed with? What has the great Lord blessed us with? Rich, fertile soil, lots of water, a beautiful nature-based island, and more importantly, brilliant people. So how can we develop core competencies to optimize the returns of our natural endowments? in order to address those negative economic indicators. In so doing, we must involve our experienced professionals in all sectors. The best of us has to take care of the rest of us. With the integrated development plan, would use the budgetary process to execute the plan, the budget, a one-year plan, is not good enough. We keep on going around in circles. We need this, this, this more extensive integrated development plan, looking down the road, 
And then through the budgetary process, we execute the plan. We look at the, our targets, we look at our objectives, and we do variance analysis. So we are continuously improving on the quality of the product that we are producing. The government is there to facilitate and also produce. So we must find a way of bringing in persons, telling th this is what we're looking at. This is where we're going to go about developing the country. What's your contribution? What can we do? And the first area I would like to speak about in the Integrated Development Plan is the Economic Development Plan. What are the growth sectors? What are our growth sectors in Dominica? And the first growth sector I would like to look at in the Economic Development Plan is agribusiness, agriculture as a business. How can we get our persons involved in agriculture as a business? The tools that they use, the methods that they employ, how can we get agriculture to be an activity that our young persons want to get involved in? Agro-processing. When we look at agro-processing, what has happened to our agro-processors? How can we get agro-processing going again in Dominica? And this is high science. So this is an area where we can get our young people involved in. Fishing is another area that I think has certain deficiency. We still operate on a subsistence level as an area that we can develop on. I'll speak about that in a, a more in a while. And more importantly, water. Water, water, water. We have to find a way of using that copious product in the interest of Dominica. We cannot continue to import water in Dominica when we have got water in Dominica in such copious quantities. We still have all our rivers. We still have all our water catchment areas. How can we work with Dawasco? And I know there are other persons who, are in, who want to get involved in a water project. How can we work with those persons? We've, we've got this, this water company now existing in Dominica, um, Josephine Gabriel and Company. Can we work with them? Because it is not sustainable for us to continue importing water into Dominica. And Blue Waters, we, we, we imported bottle of water into Dominica in a plastic bottle. So then we have to deal with the plastic thereafter. And the quality of water does not match the quality that we have in Dominica. So we've got to look at that. We've got to look at the land use policy. We've got a land use policy, but that land use policy has to be developed into a land use plan to assist us in, in, in deciding what we're going to plant here, what we're going to do with certain areas. Another part of the economic development plan, this is tourism. With tourism, we've got a major problem with access. We must, if we want to develop a tourism industry, we must deal with the access problem and product development. As we deal with the access problem, we also deal with product development. We've got a very interesting situation right now where in our major tourism area in the valley, we decide we want to do geothermal. Are they compatible? Do we have a plan for geothermal? We've spent a lot of money in geothermal so far. But geo, can geothermal exist side by side with tourism development in our major tourism site in the valley? How do you deliver that? Information and communications technology. 
There's another area where we can get our young people involved in, in programming and software development. It's another very important area that we can get involved in. Now, this would formulate a part, and I'm just highlighting some of the major areas. Uh, the integrated development plan is something that we have to go in great detail to look at all the different components. But all I'm doing now is highlighting some of the major areas. So we've got the economic development plan aspect of the integrated development plan. The other major area that we want to look at is the agribusiness development plan. I've listened to, to um, Mr. Carbon and Mr. Marty over the last few days talking about um, agribusiness, agri agriculture as a business. And I'm very impressed with some of the points they have made. We need to continue engaging our best minds to see how, how we could develop an agribusiness development plan that would contribute significantly to economic development in Dominica. Again, I come back to the land use policy and how we could determine the location for at least three major crops for export. Identify, and this is a challenge for persons involved in agribusiness, our technicians, how can we use the land use plan to identify areas, locations, for at least three major crops for export? Do we want to go back to bananas? What are the crops that we can do in Dominica that we can look at? Production, marketing is very important. And I would like us to, 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 to see how best. We've got a population of 70,000. I understand we've got 10, 15,000 Haitians now in Dominica. How can we use those Haitian farmers under proper supervision to contribute to the development of our agribusiness industry? Instead of producing for the local market, you go to the Roswell market on a, on, on a Saturday morning and you swear you're in Haiti. Haitians have literally taken over the market. All little corners against the laws of Dominica, Haitians are selling agricultural products. Ghettoizing Roseau, walking with baskets on their heads. How can we use those persons to assist us in developing an agricultural industry which is based on exporting? When we export, whatever they get, they can do whatever they want to do with it. If they get a dollar, they can live on 10 cents in Dominica and send the other 90 cents to Haiti. However, Dominica will be getting something from the export. If we continue how we are doing it now, for the local market, our agricultural industry is going to contract. Because whatever our friends make, they send it out. They've got other areas of over-chemicalizing, over-fertilizing. And we need to manage them properly. I heard... Some time ago, Mr. Bellot, very intelligent, he seems to be very mentally organized, talking about the livestock industry. How can we involve this gentleman in assisting us in developing the livestock industry? Fisheries, finally, want to do the fisheries. I think what I would like to see in the fisheries is how we could experiment with at least three boats. Free boats that can stay out on the water for two weeks, three weeks. The business of the little canoes going out to, 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 to fish. They go out for a couple hours. I invested in a guy in Point Mitchell and he told me when the fish started to bite, they're tired and they've got to come in. <laughs> so can we find a system where we've got a boat out there for two, three weeks and those little boats go pick up and bring in into Dominica? Okay, Ron, I'm yeah. going to have to, gonna have to interrupt you at this point. We have to take another break. 
Uh, but thank you for agreeing to stay on with us. And we'll come back at 10.30 and we'll go right on to 11 o'clock. All right. So we'll get some on the chance. And for those of you on the, on the line, please hold off. We're going to come back after this break. it's 17 going on past you of 10 o'clock just want to say that's where i say my goodbye actually we will not be back not until tomorrow with another edition of the hot set but i'll tell you what we're going to continue that discussion on sunday uh, on sunday i'm going to continue with ron lander we're going to be discussing the state of the local economy we'll get a lot more time to do that on sunday on the lifeline program so join me then but until then dominica keep it locked to the big station and we'll be back with another edition of the hot seat tomorrow Goldwyn is now retired and back living in Dominica enjoying his pension. He took a smile so we can see the gold teeth and took a yank. I met him coming out of flosses with the help of some staff carrying different foods, drinks and meats to his vehicle. Me self too fast to go and ask the man what's up. Is their story start? I put my finish to avoid words so that Kadimo de San Dominic put finish I say Goldwyn speak in English, don't force it. Then he said, I shop with intelligence, yeah? At flosses you get the most reasonable prices. What a bag flour rice, sugar, milk, beers, soft drinks, water, rum and so much more. Prices and quality